0: Hello investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of the Boo role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is The Curse of Nineveh. It was written by Mike Mason, Mark Latham, Scott Dorward, and Paul Fricker, and it's available from the Chaosium website. I'm the GM, and this is episode 33. Uh, No recap tonight. Uh, We're just going to go right into it. So, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Uh, You guys are all getting back together again in the morning to try to decide what your next course of action will be. Uh, But you've been debating about it for a couple of days, so maybe come to a decision.
1: (laughs) Well, Archer, you brought up an excellent point the other night about if Gato and the rest of these characters get their hands on the missing artifacts, they'll be lost to the black market forever if we want to do right by the British Museum, we might need to do wrong by the letter of the law.
2: Well, uh, Patrick, um, I'm, I'm uh, delighted to see that your uh, thoughts on the matter have um, resolved themselves. Uh, I uh, ha- spoke to my cats this morning. They did not, uh, like the cat on Mrs. Lewis's porch, speak back to me. But um, the conversation was nevertheless uh, quite informative. I think that it's urgent that we get to the eye of Lamatsu before this Delgado fellow does. Um, whatever his intentions are, they're nefarious. Uh, and I think we have the advantage of information at the moment. And uh, we should act quickly while Mr. Church is incarcerated, because I don't think he'll be held for long, given that there's no murder weapon, etc. Um, I just don't know how one goes about um, entering a stranger's home personally
3: very carefully
2: yes particularly since the last time we visited two uh, ancient and inhuman forms murdered your friend but I'm trusting that with Mr. Church out of the way. I mean, if he could steal the artifact, if it could be stolen by him, it could be stolen from him, I presume. I agree. I, I heard an amusing phrase that an American film recently, case the joint, we must case the joint. I don't know if he has a staff or a family, but let's um, see what's going on around his flat. Where's the standard house?
1: Fuller, you had some reservations about going back there.
4: Well, I don't want to have anything more to do with cats.
1: Well, at the very least, would you be able to stay at in the car and keep an eye out for us if you don't want to enter the domicile?
4: I can. I can do that.
1: And Munden, uh, would you? Care the venture forth with us or?
3: Why not? I
1: would say the quicker we resolve this, the better.
3: I mean, we may not be the only ones who are considering this uh, course of action. Maybe this uh, uh, this situation has gone up on the radar of others. Radar. I've heard that, that term before. What, what, what,
1: Where did I heard that before? It's a new it's term. You know. Something in development.
2: It's true That's that. Quick- it. Church's arrest. Radio waves. Yes, there's radio public waves. information now. We had uh, a more complete monopoly of information initially, but now that he's been arrested and there's been this ghastly murder in the papers, mm. quite. Uh, is this the sort of thing one, one must do at night, or should we, um, if we if we go casually about it in broad daylight, we we'll will be more likely to be ignored?
4: Oh, during the daytime. And just act like you belong there. We most likely won't get questioned. Perhaps we have one
3: person out front to um, maybe maybe visit, and then the other, shall we say, go through the uh, back end of the house unobserved.
1: I'm sure that's that
3: how that's how that's how I'm someone sure. being nefarious would do it, would not?
1: Yeah, I just think the doors would all be locked. We would need to come up with some sort of a plan. Do we break a window? Do we? I, I've never done any. I've read some novels, but well, perhaps we, we, we should go and see. Case that's the time, what I would do, as Miss Lycaster said.
4: Walk up and knock on the door. Well, yeah, if, if he has staff. They'll answer the door. Then we bluff our way in. Hmm, Quite
3: good.
1: And we could use the ruse of going to feed cats.
2: Well, we don't know if he has cats.
4: Or we can use the ruse of going in to re-obtain stolen uh, museum property. Now, I wonder who we could get to pose as someone of importance from the museum.
0: Hmm.
1: I see your point, but if a nosy neighbor sticks their head out and asks what we're doing, I, I wouldn't want to go that route. I would much preferably say we're feeding the cat. They hopefully don't know him well enough to know whether or not he does have a pet.
2: But if there's staff, they'll know.
1: Oh, well, well, if it's the staff
2: Catholic then society. Um,
0: you were there the other night. Um, he doesn't look rich enough to have staff, so rather, it's it's a two-story, but it's rather modest.
4: Right. And if place. they do, put a gun in their face, go in and take what you want, oh. and leave. That's a little bit. That's a little bit much. There, well, Mr. Albright. W-
1: if i remember correctly when felix knocked on the door he answered himself if he had staff he would never have answered his own door
2: excellent point patrick i think you're quite right about that
1: do you think delgado will be as kind we need to get this before delgado and then it's lost to the black yes. market forever that's the only that. tipping point that made me even consider a, a, a nefarious act like this
2: so what does one wear to a break-in?
1: I, would I have gloves, dark, of course. Dark colors, I would assume. Broad daylight? Well, a suit. I would wear a black suit. White shirt and co- button myself up. The more you disguise yourself,
4: the more you look out of place. Yes. Yes, quite.
1: We need to- Mr.
2: Albright, it's, it's like remarkable me, yeah. how how confident you seem to be when describing criminal activities.
1: Well, you spent quite a bit of time with that Felix and that other Yank (laughs) fellow. Yes.
2: Right. Uh, Well, uh, since you um, are cat-averse, understandably, um, perhaps you'll drive since we've- uh, Sure, I'll drive. We have Felix's car. Uh, And let's, uh, yes, let's um, case the joint. And if we can get it easily, we'll retrieve the artifact.
1: Mm, Just a a case for the joint. Just a thought, does anybody else have a vehicle? I do. We might want to maybe use Felix's now, but then switch over to yours. Because if this Elgato character is looking, knows Felix enough to make a deal with him, he will definitely know his vehicle.
4: But he by now knows that Felix is dead. Mm.
1: Which would be even stranger to see his vehicle riding around London.
3: Has, has anything come out on Felix?
2: That's yeah. a good question. As I recall, the newspapers hadn't identified him when they announced that Church was arrested for the murder. He was an unknown. Is that, do I remember that correctly?
0: correct. I mean, you would otherwise, people would have come, the police would have come to Felix's house. Nobody knows Felix is dead but you.
1: All right. So let's just let's do this before time is ticking, I believe. Let's
2: go. Mm-hmm.
3: All
0: right. Must go so you all get in your car and you drive over to Philip Church's place in Sutton. Um, And as you you pull up, you can see there's nobody there. You still see the big black bow on the front door. Um, It's midday, so there's no lights on. And the, the, the neighborhood is fairly deserted. People go to work. They're not around this time of day. You can hear a few dogs barking in the distance, and that's about it.
3: You might have picked the right time to do this.
1: I agree walk up, uh, describe Describe it again. Was it a first- It's a
0: two-story, uh, semi-attached, I believe. Um, so there's one wall that it shares it with other apartments, other houses. Um, it has a little garden around the front and side. Um, and uh, I would like you to do a spot hidden. Especially Fuller.
1: 41. Uh, Success. Ooh,
4: five. Regular success. Fail. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's a serious. I mean, extreme.
0: Yeah. Fuller, you look up and immediately you can see that there is a cat in the upstairs window uh, sunning itself Um. And uh, the window is, in fact, a little open. So the cat is not quite inside and not quite outside, but it's a cat. I brought a
4: shotgun. I can't get it from this range. Oh, 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 I get what you meant. It is Oh, you know, hey, there's a window. <laughs> hmm. Interesting.
2: Um, uh, and a, a firm rap on the door brings no response?
0: No response.
2: And the door handle is locked? It's locked.
0: But do a, do another spot hidden for me, Audrey. Patrick, too, you're walking around.
2: It's a normal success, 42? Yeah. Normal.
0: You can see that a couple of windows in the house are cracked open a little bit. They're not broken, they're just...
2: Right, they're ajar.
0: If, if you figure if he was arrested, he didn't have time to go through and close all the windows and lock everything up.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's give, let's uh, casually, with our uh, hands behind our backs whistling, give a couple of these windows a nudge and see if anything pops open.
0: Yeah, they do very easily.
2: All right. Well, um, Mr. Albright, it seems we've found a, a means of aggress. I think Patrick can hoist me up quite easily. Um, and uh, since there is uh, evidence of feline activity, perhaps I'm you'll keep... I'm
4: looking for shadows.
2: Oh, indeed.
0: Do you not see anything like that? Uh,
2: perhaps you'll keep the engine running in the Chatton wagon in case we need to beat a hasty retreat.
1: If I get you in there, can you run around and open the door for me?
2: Absolutely. All right. I'm sure it's as simple as that.
1: I'll
3: keep an eye out, out here, to see if anything's going on. Yeah,
2: Let's look for a quiet moment. Nobody
0: walking their out. dog. All right. Uh, so you go in through a side window. Uh, you end up in a little um, sort of parlor sitting room uh, with the foyer around the, the side. And uh, as you go into the foyer um, and you're moving towards the door, you hear a meow. And you look back and there is a big, fluffy, uh, looks like a Persian cat um, that's moving towards you in a friendly sort of manner. Uh, It looks like it hasn't been fed. And it's just looking, I mean, it's looking for you know, time f- to feed me. Um, other than that, there doesn't seem to be, you know that there's a cat upstairs, because you saw it, and that was different than this one. So he has at least two cats. Um, do a spot hidden for me, though.
2: Sure. That's another 42, oddly enough. Okay. A success.
0: As you cross past the stairs going towards the front
2: door, you notice spatters of blood. Blood inside. I assume it's dry and dark? It's dry and dark. Um,
0: and, and when you cup, say
2: spatters, does it like somebody cut themselves with no, a broken there's, glass? There's,
0: there's splatters on the wall, little splatters on the wall. And you can see a place on the hardwood floor near the foot of the stairs where something obviously was bleeding and somebody had started to try and clean it up but they weren't doing a very good job. There's parts of an oriental rug that looked like they must have been soaked, at least in part, in blood and that somebody had tried to scrub some of it out. Um, but it it looks old. I mean, it looks days, maybe a week old. Um, but it suddenly dawns on you that if the police came to his front door mm-hmm. and had asked to come inside they would have definitely seen it and that's probably
2: why he was grabbed indeed uh he could plausibly deny having been outside during felix's murder but this is gory well i want to let patrick in right away okay um and i'll point this out to him and then i'm going to go to the kitchen and look for some cat food because i think it's good to propitiate those little monsters
0: um other than that fact Uh, Philip Church's house is actually in very good order. Uh, Kitchen's very clean. He has a fully stocked pantry and food. Um, Looks like he might like to cook. Um, And uh, you definitely find uh, cat food. Uh, Patrick, you've stepped inside. Miss Munden, you're with him? Oh, you're Um, muted.
3: I'm outside keeping an eye on things on on the street. Okay the house level there. Make it look like right. nosy neighbors that
0: sort of thing. So Patrick, you notice these blood splatters too and it looks like they're partly up the stairs um, as if someone might have been attacked inside the house.
1: This is uh, Audrey. You, you. Oh, you. You pointed it out to me, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. she pointed it out, and I, then she went to the kitchen to get food for the cats.
1: Uh, it, it looks like they're going up the stairs. Um, I think I'll uh, take a walk up and see.
2: I wonder mm-hmm. if it was Ugalo's. I called from the kitchen. Uh, does the does the upstairs cat come down when the food is uh, shaken? Yeah, if you shake the food, definitely. In fact, cat
0: upstairs comes and another cat appears. So there's three cats in all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm making friends with cats before I follow Patrick's mystery. And Audrey, do um, a knowledge roll.
2: 19 is one shy of an extreme. Okay. Well, then you immediately recognize the Persian.
0: Um mm-hmm. uh, you immediately can identify the Burmese. I mean, they're, they're very distinct breeds. You've seen them before. They're lovely cats. The third one, you're sure, is a complete Mongol. A tabby, uh, a, a, just a Mongol cat. So it's kind of funny that, uh, that Philip Church was so snobby about Lewis's cat breeds, and here he's got a Mongol in his house. So um,
2: anyway. But a good natured one, I assume.
0: Yeah, they're all very nice cats. Um, uh, Patrick, you were heading up the stairs?
1: Correct. I creep up the stairs. All right.
0: um, okay, as you're creeping up the stairs, uh, uh, Munden, you're outside and you can't help but notice uh, the places in the lawn near the front door uh, that are still stained with Felix's blood and uh, There's also at least some evidence when you look that somebody tried to clean up the mess. Um, Obviously, they took the body away. Uh, The police did, but the the memories of it sort of keep coming back to you. Uh, Patrick, you reach the top of the stairs. Now, it looks like the blood is mainly uh, starts about halfway down the stairs and gets to the bottom Um, uh, you find evidence that it leads to the front door um, and that there's a good deal of evidence that Mr. Church was trying to clean it up unsuccessfully.
1: I kind of uh, stage whispered down to Audrey. I wonder if uh, he tried to bring uh, Felix's body inside or if somebody else was injured
2: it doesn't look you know, that fresh yes it looked it, it looked rather um
1: like older than 2 days
2: yeah
1: yeah oh okay okay i was misunderstanding
2: the way the the way the patch in this rug has spread it seems like it might be more than a week um and it's odd because he seems otherwise somewhat fastidious uh let's um now that the cats are in good hands let's uh find oh. wherever he keeps his precious and get it out of here before
1: Didn't that other gentleman come here and get attacked? The other man that wound up in the hospital that found you guys in the the museum. He stumbled into the museum. Could that be his blood?
2: That's an idea. I, it, it sounded as though his uh, injuries were quite severe. Um So perhaps he made it as far as halfway up the stairs before.
1: Uh, I'm Um, gonna start looking around.
2: Yeah, we're looking for a study or some other place that one would keep a precious object. All
1: right, behind a painting. I've seen that in novels.
2: You
0: get to the top of the stairs and there's a a small hallway with uh, three doors. Uh, A a quick cursory. The first one is a bedroom. Uh, There's a a bathroom attached, and uh, there is a little study.
2: Glass case cabinet?
0: Yes, there are a few glass case cabinets. They're uh, they're, uh, glass from about the waist upward, and then there's like a, a box part of the bottom of them that's enclosed. They're semicircular,
2: pillar-like. Uh, and the eye is not evident? No. So I'm opening up drawers. All right, go ahead and do a spot hidden for me. 42 again, oddly. That's a success still. All right.
0: Um, you begin looking through his cabinets, and you don't see anything immediately evident. Um, He does seem to have some trinkets, some knickknacks. A couple of them look like he got them maybe on vacations that he's gone on. Uh, Nothing of any great value. He has, oddly enough,
2: only a couple little cat themed objects. Some cat fancier he is. Um, And there's nothing else that's... um... Of archaeological interest, or not? No, not it's really. It's just just knickknacks. Gig-bios. It's touristy stuff that he has.
0: Now he All has right. some nice things. He's got oriental carpets, and he's got the nice things that normal everyday everyday people might have.
2: All right. Yeah, nothing that suggests a particularly antiquarian bent. Um, Patrick, uh, he does have bookcases too. Sorry. Fair enough. Um, I think that notion you had about uh, looking behind paintings might be um, less uh, novelistic than it sounded at first, because I think he might have a safe somewhere, since he doesn't seem to have it on display. So the search continues. I'm going to see, I guess uh, I'm thinking safe might be the bedroom.
0: Okay. So while Patrick is looking through his uh, Collection of uh, I can't, I can't think of those really cheap little figurines. <laughs> hummel, Hummel, there you go. There's a collection of hummels.
2: Although in 26, um, it'd probably be Dresden, China, but just as tacky, maybe. Um, you head to the bedroom,
0: um, once again to a, a spot hidden. For the most part, this place is rather
2: neat. Uh, 35 this time, still a success, ah. normal.
0: So, you search through his wardrobe, you search through his dresser, um, you begin searching around, looking under the bed, and so forth, and it just suddenly dawns on you that this man, if he was as obsessive of that thing, maybe he slept with it under his pillow. Mm. And in fact, when you reach for his pillow, you can tell that there is something rather heavy, inside the pillow, a stone, a fairly large stone. And uh, as you pull it out, um, you hold within your hands
2: the eye of the Indeed, a remarkable striated opal with a sort of cat-like lens effect across from the narrow side to narrow side, um, it's beautiful. Yeah, uh, I think I—I I think Audrey squeals in excitement. Patrick, we've got it. Let's get out. I come running over. Are you okay? Huh. Uh, Tom, does it uh, feel like anything in my hand?
0: It's got a pleasant heaviness to it. It's it's a little warm. Mm -hmm. It's mesmerizingly beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, Like cat's
2: eyes.
1: That's Mm -hmm. even more extraordinary than I thought it would look.
2: Yes, this really is uh, magnificent. Um,
1: Let's uh, get out of here.
2: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to put it in the pillowcase. And wrap it up so we can tuck it. I can tuck it under my arm and and walk out relaxing. Uh, Maybe spilling some more cat food on the kitchen floor for the um, Um, future. Audrey, do a uh, listen roll. Uh, 30 for 40. That's success. All right. So as you guys
0: are packing your stuff, or well, getting yourself up together and you're getting ready to leave and you said you've run into the kitchen and you, you put some more cat food on the floor, uh, one of the cats says to you, uh,
2: thanks, lady. Um, uh, you're very welcome. What's your name? Shit. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Tom. To put you on the spot. <laughs> Woffy, Waffe? Waffykins. Waffykins. Um. Uh, you you have a way to get out, right? Uh, Your uh, Mr. Church might not be back soon. Yeah, the window's open. Okay. Take care, Patrick. We'll listen.
1: 56, I think that's a fail. Yeah, I only have 20.
0: Okay, so you don't hear Audrey talking to the cats in the kitchen. Um, Alright, so Patrick, you're holding the front door, and Audrey you're following behind. Alright. Uh, Mr. Munden, they come back out uh, with smiles on their faces.
1: Can I lock the door before I close it? Sure. All right.
0: You can lock it and then pull it closed. Oh, yeah. Right.
1: Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: you find it?
2: All right. We indeed we did. Let's um, yes, make yes, haste, let's, shall let's, we?
1: Yes. Quite. Oh, don't look happy in case we're being watched. I'm gonna shake mm. my head no and like pretend like um, I'm kind, um, I'm kind dreadful, of annoyed. dreadful. Dreadful. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. All oh, very sad. Quite dreadful.
0: Mm-hmm. Fuller, you see them coming towards the car uh, pretending really hard not to have found the, uh, the eye
2: but Audrey can't help but <laughs> and smile <laughs> And I have this lump under my arm that I did not have when I entered mm. Um. So Mr. Munden, uh, were there any passers by?
3: No, no, didn't see anybody uh-huh. I saw the, saw the blood no, it's like the blood. But no passes, no passes.
2: No passers, yes. Uh so in the chat and wagon we go. Um and uh Quite. I think we have uh, uh something of an answer to why the authorities are holding Mr. Church. There appears to have been another assault inside the house. Um
3: was it that that fellow who came to the museum figure?
2: That's what Patrick speculated. I think he might. I think he might yes. be right. It it looks like um, a, a great deal of violence uh, mm. Mm. was involved. Um, but wait until you see this. And I present the eye, oh. not handing it over, just unwrapping oh. it and showing the uh, the
0: light from the sun sparkles through the window and catches it and just. Fills through the car with color and it's, it's mesmerizingly beautiful.
2: It really is magnificent, isn't it? Oh. I've never seen the light. Like. Changes colors. Quite. And Quite. Yes.
0: Moving it seems to, I mean, it just enhances. Every time hmm. you move it, the colors change. Yes, well,
3: well, we must, we must put it to safety.
2: We must get to safety, although I really want to show it to my cats. There's, I have so many questions for them. Oh,
3: okay. I wouldn't know about that. But, um, yes. Where are now, we going to take you
1: to? That's what I was just going to say. As much as I would love to see this back in the hands of, well, it is in the hands of the museum now, but with all the break-ins and the illegal activity and the black market Gatto character, I think we need to keep it safe, like we're keeping the horn.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Tom, how long is it until the temple is supposed to open at the museum to the public?
0: Um, probably at the end of
2: the month. So a matter, a couple of weeks away.
0: Yeah, maybe weeks. maybe three weeks away.
2: Um, and uh, the temple is being presented stone for stone as it was shipped over minus whatever lossage there was. Correct. Um, but the, the museum must have fabricators who make bits of things for exhibition.
0: That seems very reasonable, yeah. You
2: know, the, the, the missing brontosaurus bone or whatever. So um, is it reasonable that we can try to have facsimiles made for the opening of the temple and keep the artifacts? Uh,
0: something like that might take months. Uh, Yeah, for artisans to create um
4: and would they really would they really need to i mean it's like uh you say the jewel of lamatsu they could just put you know a paste costume jewelry in there and you know i mean how many people have actually seen the real thing and they're gonna go okay that's the eye of lamatsu
0: well to add to that nobody even knows about the eye of lamatsu you just leave it out of the exhibit and the things that they don't have they're not going to put in the exhibit, so they'll just put something else there.
2: Yes, so as you say, Patrick, I think that for the time being, uh, these artifacts, uh what with the tunnel under the museum, the uh, criminal activity, uh the uncertainty about any number of things, uh, if we can keep these objects isolated.
4: I oh, would suggest for the best. I'd suggest keeping the eye at the club. That's what I was going to say. Because if you put it in the bank, the one thing we know is that it attracts a lot of cats. So if you put it in a bank, the bank is in, inundated with cats everywhere. That might draw some questions.
1: Well, the 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 club is fine. I just don't want it in someone's house or in you know. No, the-
3: no. We've seen what happens when that, that occurs.
1: Yep.
3: I don't want to end up like Mr. Gamitov.
2: Oh God, indeed no. Uh, certainly this beautiful object shouldn't be the cause of any uh, any more death. And if, if, as I'm holding the opal and thinking about that, do, when I think about Ugalos, does anything come to mind? Do I feel a tug?
0: Are you thinking specifically about the Ugalos?
2: I am now because I've been reminded of all the, you know, violence. Um, do a power roll. How is her power? Oh, it's not great. Oh, that's a failure. 69 for 35.
0: All right. Um, there's a moment. When you sort of become aware that there is a dark side. Um, if Bast is the good version, Lamatsu is the bad version. Mm-hmm. And when you think about the Ugalos, you're you can't help but think about the monsters that tore Felix apart, mm-hmm. and you feel a little bit like you're you're slipping down a dark slide and you you mm. sort of pull yourself back. Um, you have the odd feeling that if you wanted to, you could summon the Ugalos. Mm. But mm. you're not sure you want to go down that
2: road. No, in fact I do not want to be a Philip Church or a Mrs. Lewis. Mm. Um, oh and I'm you know and and that's the that's a cause for me to wrap the pillowcase around it. Um, more tightly and sit at, at my feet at the in the back of the car um, so uh, yes gentlemen um, if you think the club is secure enough I mean you've had other things there I understand right and if we take it to the club now that's also a good opportunity for me to go back to reading the Lengthy notes that we've been left because there's so much more. I'd like to put together
3: Quite quite. Yes. Yes, the notes Still trying to make sense of the of what mr. Gamatop was talking about a, a, a Warlock being being Behind all this I mean, I'm still trying to correlate the warlock with uh, this Delgado if possible, but uh, I I don't know. I mean, there's just something not right about the whole business.
1: Well, at least we have made a major step today.
3: Yes, quite, quite.
1: Now the seal? Yes, seal, indeed. What else is there? There's the seal, the horn, the. from reading the notes. Uh, horns, eye seal.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. Audrey, do a knowledge roll. Well,
2: Patrick, do a knowledge roll as well. My Lousy 77 is still a success. She's a very smart lady. Uh, 35.
1: Okay. So, uh, hard.
0: So, both of you kind of know that the seal, um if it's like other similar things, seals, uh, that it's a disc made out of clay, that it might be glazed, that it might have some sort of pictograms on it. Um, you've seen such things before, uh, but in the case of, you don't recall seeing any such seal in the inventory of uh, the Thompson, uh, expedition. Um, However, a while back you were looking and you did find that there was something that could be described as the seal uh, that is missing, and it's been missing possibly longer than anything else. Mm. Um,
1: Tom, refresh my memory, but I think when I was gonna be Taking over Patrick, didn't you send me something that I knew something that it was a blue clay seal? Does that ring a bell?
0: That that might be the way that it's described. Yes, because I it's glazed cross- blue.
1: Yeah. So I did have some information on it, but just what you told me. But I do right. know what it looks like. I think because that's what you had sent me.
0: Right. That's what it should look
1: like. Should look right. Right. It's
0: also something that's rather. In the scheme of things, rather delicate. If it's dropped on the floor, it'll shatter. Right. If it's handled with too much force, it'll break.
1: We're assuming it's clay, correct?
0: Uh, it should be clay. Most most of their artifacts are clay.
1: Terracotta, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think they fired their clay. Yeah, I'm sure they did.
1: Still, it's brittle.
0: Right. It's it's the kind of thing that could easily have been broken in the transportation.
4: But I thought that these artifacts had a certain power that protected them from being destroyed.
0: Well, you know that, <laughs> or you believe that. Um, I'm just speaking to the archaeologists or the. Well oh, first okay.
1: things first. Let's. Hide it to the, the club. Put this thing in a secure location, and then proceed.
4: I'd suggest that we hide it under a bed.
2: Mm. Well, that's all well, right, I found it.
4: Where would you? Why? Why would you put it in a safe? If I was to break into your house, the first place I'm going to look is the safe. It's the first place you looked for it. Well, I mean, the club has been secure. to this
3: point. Don't mind me saying, uh, I noticed that there was a, a small chest in that room that uh, your fellows were using there, Mr. Albright. Perhaps we could put it there in the back. Maybe put something else in that, in that chest to uh, hide it?
0: Um, it Some place that they wouldn't expect it. Put it in the kitchen. Uh, Islewyn, uh, do a, hmm. an idea roll.
4: Put it in the canister and put put coffee beans on top of it. I suppose. But what if somebody went in for coffee? Make sure that there's lots of coffee beans in there.
0: Patrick, are you a member of the Wentworth Club? Yes, I am. Do an idea roll.
1: 39 out of 90.
0: Um, I'm trying to think, were you guys at the memorial dinner for uh...
2: I think everybody except me was there.
0: Okay. Um, Delgado was at that dinner.
2: Mm.
0: Delgado has access to the Wentworth Club. I mean, it's most likely anything you'd have there would be safe, but...
1: Uh, well, well, while we're still driving there, been, I said, wasn't Delgado at the memorial dinner a few weeks ago? Yes, quite. He was, wasn't he? Audrey, then, we'll put, then we'll put
4: it in my house.
1: Why don't we just... I don't keep know. Audrey, you have you carry around a satchel or a purse... Keep it on you, at least for now. And I think we should all.
2: Well, I'm I'm armed these days as well.
1: Yeah, so am I, and I never would have. Anyway, I think for the good of everything, maybe we should just all stay together and stay at someone's house. Well, I mean, of course, we'd find you a s- private, separate room, Audrey. We wouldn't. Expect you to bunk up with one of the gents, but
3: did 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 not uh, Mr. Matthews have a have a uh, secure location at his, at his domicile? Well, that's true. We had that uh,
2: entire but, uh, armory.
3: Yes, quite. And
2: and the places that are um, you know it's available to us. Perhaps if we put it in his yes, armory. Yes, and uh,
3: we, I wouldn't think Mr. Delgado has actually visited Mr. Matthews' place. Would, would you? Say? Although
2: they were in touch, so. That's actually less ideal than it might be. Yes,
0: you know, but if we I have mean, a I don't know that location. Mr. Delgado
2: knows that I exist. Yes. It's also it's also true that I could take it as Mr. Albright suggested. Um, since sometimes things are best hidden in plain sight, I could take it mm. to the museum and put it at the back of a file cabinet that no one's opened in 20 years
4: i was fixing to say what about the museum because apparently you know uh it wasn't safe there to begin with so people wouldn't really look there for it
2: well and yes it's it's it's, it's one thing if it's got a big tag on it that says they I have Matsu and jade opal worth you know infinite numbers of dollars but another thing if it's in a pillowcase in a filing cabinet and you know the lowest-grade historian's back office.
1: In fact, put it in a paper sack and then put that in another sack and write caution anthrax on it.
2: That's the cow disease? Yes. That might be a bit attention-grabbing, but I generally speaking I think uh, that's the spirit.
1: Well, I know if I was rustling around on the back of a cabinet and came across Something that was a contagious disease, I'd drop it in a heartbeat.
0: And you'd call the police and the uh, the uh, <laughs> and have them investigate it.
2: Yeah. Call the squad. No, I think, yes. Uh, uh, I could write, you know, trilobite on a cardboard box. There you go. And uh, stick it in some place very dusty.
1: Like I said, there's
4: really no need to write anything on anything, just stick it someplace. That you wouldn't look for it.
2: I mean, no one's if, if going to put it in a,
4: If you put it in a safe, that's the first place someone's going to look. Is in the safe. If you carry it on your body, if we get kidnapped,
2: into then difficulty. They yes.
4: Yes, he's
3: yes. got a point there.
2: And I assume that Mr. Delgado has sufficient uh, fiscal ability to to you know to figure out something about what's going on. But that doesn't mean he can searching. I mean, the British Museum is a very large place. Yeah, it would take uh, a million there's, years. There's more of it behind the walls than there is in the public space. So I, I think... Um,
4: I would I, not think that Delgado has as much money as you think.
2: Well, the house is very fancy.
4: Well, all I can tell you is, I I used my money to buy that Horn of Alu. And I'm not, like, super, super rich.
1: So he should have been able to outbid me if he had he, the money. He
0: wasn't there.
1: I, he wasn't there, and why pay for something out of your own money when you could simply take it for free?
0: Well, you know, two of his flunkies were there.
2: Well,
1: that's yes. right, right, but And
2: both of yeah. them bid on it. Yes, he, he foolishly sent proxies.
0: Also, those, those, those proxies bought things of their own in the process, so they may have spent money that they
2: didn't have. So, so we yes. agreed then, the museum is a good place to stash it.
4: Yes, right. I agree, stick it in the...
2: Brown paper sack, back of a drawer, very tedious looking. Or, or on a stack of other artifacts that have yet. I mean, I'm still cataloging things from the exposition. I can just shuffle it in with those in a very nondescript way, unless somebody objects.
4: I think I that's a perfect place to office. be.
2: Very good. Uh, of course, I want to be the last one to touch it with my hands. Because sure. I'm dying to go home and talk to my cats.
0: All right, so what are you gonna do? Head over to the British Museum? I believe so. Um, Question, Audrey, are you going to let any of them know where you hide it?
2: I was thinking about that. I feel as though the situation is sufficiently precarious, that something might happen to any of us. And so Patrick should probably also know. Um,
0: Well, Patrick's probably the only one you fully trust.
2: Certainly. Yeah, I've known him for a long time and we know that we have uh, interests in common. Uh, You know, these fellows are nice at all, but yeah. And also uh, we're probably gonna go to some place that, although the Wentworthians have had a lot of access we're going to, you know, a place that's really, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the warehouse of, in, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, we're going to the dustiest place with the most stuff where nobody can ever find anything.
0: All right. So we can assume then that you go to the British museum and while, uh, Fuller and, uh, I uh, look around at things, you and Patrick go and hide it somewhere. All right. And we'll see you find it very good. I mean, the idea of putting it in the back of a a filing cabinet wrapped up in paper in old records, nobody's ever going to know that it's there. Um, Do you make any kind of contingency if you guys are gotten rid of, or whatever.
2: Yeah, both of us get wiped out, what'll happen to it?
0: All right. We'll just stay there forever.
1: That's why a fair question.
2: Why don't we leave
1: a note in, one of, in both of our files, but not particularly pertaining to this, just something that the other two individuals would Well, have.
4: we know you put it in the museum.
0: Yeah, that doesn't tell you where it is. Yeah. It would be one of those things. Legendary. Legend speaks that somewhere in this museum is hidden something. but Nobody's ever found it.
2: Well, we should devise a eight-part clue (laughs) (laughs) using puns and anagrams. Um... I wonder if there's...
4: How about this? You write down the location on a piece of paper, then hide that piece of paper and tell us where you hid it.
2: That's pretty reasonable. So it's in sub-basement 2, room 36, uh, and the file cabinet M to S bottom drawer back, and we and we both you it, Patrick, you and I will both write that out, All right. uh, in case of emergency. And because it's an organized place in certain regards, I mean, I don't know how you'll get access if we're both murdered by demons.
4: Well, honestly, I I don't think you need to worry about that. The British Museum
2: doesn't seem to
4: be really the high point of security.
0: Only when you know where something is.
4: Well, we've had people tunneling under it. Half the artifacts, all the artifacts that we've gotten were stolen from there. We've even got to camp out in the British Museum. How hard is it really going to (laughs) be?
2: Well, to not wear our turban, it turns.
4: You write the note down and you hide the note someplace we can find it, but we don't know where it's at. We just know that there's a note that will tell us where it's at. So, I think that that's pretty safe, as we're Uh, going to get.
2: I think it's actually an excellent system.
0: You can write it on parchment and burn the little edges around the thing and have an X marks the spot. Write
1: it it with (laughs) lemon juice.
0: (laughs) There you go. Um, All right, so Operation Hide the Thing uh, you've done successfully. It's now late afternoon. Um, uh, What would you guys like to do?
1: Definitely let's a bite to time, to so eat. Let's go
3: back to the club. To have some tea.
2: All right. At the club over tea. Just about now, the right sign. Yes.
1: Is there... I know for guests there's some sort of sign-in sheet, but members come and go as they pleased. There's no tracking of us. There, in other words, I couldn't find out the last time that Gatto was in the building.
0: Um,
4: Probably ask the butler.
0: Well, there's a measure of uh, privacy.
1: Right, that's why I was thinking. Um,
0: I'm not sure uh, whether would Sykes know. Probably would Sykes tell you? That's not really, you know, that would be very distasteful. Yeah, it's not very gentlemanly.
1: That's fine. Yeah. I just didn't know if every time we went in and out, we kind of had a, a, a
0: no. There's walk. no sign-in. In fact, guests don't really sign in uh, because guests would be there with somebody who is a member. Guests don't walk in off the streets. If right. somebody tried to walk in off the street, uh, Sykes would stop them and say, "Excuse me, sir." Yeah, or,
1: no, no, Biggie. I was just trying to figure if we could pin down the last time he was there. That's all.
2: Right. You, you probably, those of you who are members probably do have a sense of how frequently Mr. Delgado is uh, around.
4: Considering that we've been in the club pretty much nonstop.
2: Yeah, probably the last time that you would remember would be that the night of the uh, the memorial. So he's he's a member, but he doesn't hang out there as much.
3: No, not as much maybe once a month just for posterity, but that's about it.
0: Oh, yes. You would know that he was a member because he was also talking to uh, um, the other guy who got killed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I meant uh, um, your patron, Theodore Rayburn Price.
1: Yeah. Isn't that the guy yes. that wound up on the tree? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying, the guy. Yeah. Um. So, so, I'm assuming we're back at the club at this point? Yeah. What will be our next move as we eat cucumber sandwiches and drink tea?
2: Well, the great good news is that um, those terrifying demons won't be killing off anyone else that we know. But given that every other artifact you've described or that I have found in the notes has caused some sort of chaos I feel as though we must seek the seal as well and neutralize it or contain it or whatever one says about something that has inexplicable powers.
3: Well, what is the current status of the uh, recovered artifacts from those uh, Iranian terrorists that were down below? Down
2: as I understand it, everything that the Children of Tranquility had has been restored to museum property, is under watch, Mm -hmm. and is going to be part of the temple restoration, unless Patrick and I can arrange some substitutions. But I'm hoping, if the prophecies are correct, that the absence of the eye and the horn, and perhaps the seal, shall be enough to prevent whatever it is from occurring. Mm -hmm. The ascension of... Yes
3: well, that leaves with uh, only knowledge of the horn being out there, potentially being in the uh in the vaults at the uh at the bank of England there so uh perhaps keeping some kind of eye upon it and uh, this is what I would do would be uh would uh behoove us in finding out who might actually be behind all this be it this be it mr delgado or 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 this Borlock or whoever. Maybe my money, get some answers on this whole thing, you know.
1: My money's on the Delgado.
3: Yes, I would think so too.
2: It's yeah. It's a, it, I suppose it's a question of whether that um, frightening French surgeon is sponsoring Delgado or the other, other way around. But most other parties at this point are accounted for. And again, all the objects are accounted for at this point, I believe, except for the seal.
1: I believe so, also.
4: That puts us in a bind.
2: Well, it does, rather, given that um, uh, Campbell Thompson collected all these objects, but he shipped them so poorly that we don't know whether half of them arrived or not.
3: Well, this is going out on a limb, but do you think that um, Mr. Keppel Thompson would, would actually have this seal on his own person?
2: I've always yeah. thought the fellow a bit oily myself. What do you think, Patrick?
1: Yes. I... I, I wanna believe that Thompson is not involved with this. He might have been negligent in his motives, but I don't think I don't think he was directly part of the conspiracy.
2: The um the first fellow to be um to be robbed and murdered by the Children tranquility. His um, mistake was by it was in keeping an object for himself. Um, it's possible that Campbell Thompson also succumbed to that temptation.
1: But why wouldn't he have been targeted? Then it seems that everything's going roses for him. He's been doing talks and lectures and banquets and living a high life since he's back.
3: Well, maybe, he, perhaps he did what we did, and he acquired it and he stashed it away for safekeeping, because he knew that it would be stolen or someone was out to steal it.
2: Um, Mr. Albright, the the antiquarian that you and your friends visited some months ago, he is do I remember correctly that he's out of business now or left the country? His place seems to be closed, yes
0: I mean, it doesn't look like he went out of business.
2: It looks like that he went away Ooh. I just wonder where i don't you know i, I, I being in the mecca of all things. Ancient and antiquaria, and I don't know what the black and grey markets look like. But if no the seal idea. is I in myself. I mean we can only assume the seal is somewhere in, in out, unless the seal is stashed away at the back of a filing cabinet somewhere in the sub basements. I assume it's out in the world, but I don't know where to look.
1: Wouldn't that be a hoot if it's been here the whole time?
4: Well, I'd rather believe that
1: Delgado's got it. That's what I'm under the assumption.
4: It is possible.
3: And it seems very, very confident. And he's also looking for other artifacts that are
4: connected. There are others who could be, you know, perhaps have it. But Delgado, we know, is the big player who is looking for the artifacts it would make sense that he'd have already had one or more of them. yes, go ahead.
2: he showed off his collection to Reginald. Wouldn't Reginald have mentioned if he'd seen something that might have been the seal?: I mean, mm. I'm speculating. He never said me, anything like that. No. The
3: thing that has me concerned about this Delgata chap is if uh, half the stuff that Mr. Matthews had, had, had said it, he's, he's, he's really becoming quite the Moriarty with the criminal underworld. And that's something significant, right there, is it not? But what yeah. for? What gains? I mean, is he looking for this some intangible business of immortality? How would how would being a criminal mastermind put him in in such a way? A way? It's there's some well, he, kind of disconnect there, I'm sure.
1: He's part of some new age occult group. He's brainwashed into believing he can achieve immortality with these artifacts and he's more than willing to kill for them. I mean, yes, he's very Moriarty.
2: My impression was that he um, believes his own narrative, as absurd as his stories might be, uh, That's where I'm at I I, th- I, think that when he offered reginald immortality in, re- in exchange for the horn, or a chance at immortality, I think that he, he was offering that in earnest. I think he's a true believer.
1: Mm-hmm. Which makes him even more dangerous.
2: I, th- I quite agree. But it doesn't mean that he has the seal. And I, since he was so happy to show off what he had acquired, I wonder if we're if we're not looking in the wrong place.
1: Two out of three is not bad. What do we What do we actually know about
3: this seal? Uh, all these other artifacts had something attached to them. I mean, with this with this, uh, I have Lamatsu. It has the ability to deal with cats, at the very least. And at the very worst deal with these cast demons. Um, what, what about the seal? What would it have to offer?
1: No clue, to be honest. See, now
3: that's the thing right there, sir.
2: The seal was on a sarcophagus, is that correct? Oh, uh, you believe so, yes. And we have the casket, we just don't have the seal that closed it. Correct. And there's, oh. and there's no mummy inside it. And there's no, no contents inside.
1: Hmm. Was there any inscription or anything on the the sarcophagus?
0: Uh, All over it, yes. Um,
1: Is it worth trying to translate? Do you think there would be a clue there? I much would like
3: to see that, if nothing else, to see if there is a chance at a clue. I mean, I do know form, after all.
0: All three of, you it
2: know, many years. Uh right. And and also we 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 don't know when the object was lost, but it's cataloged somewhere, so we know that it exists, or we just assumed that it would exist because a thing like this should have a blue clay seal on it.
0: There was, a, there is a, a a number for it, so it there's it, a manifest it, somewhere. It, it does exist, uh, but nobody has reported finding it. Uh, I mean, it's uh, there's there's a small chance that it's still there in the collection somewhere, that you haven't mm-hmm. found it. There's a fairly good chance that it got broken in the in transport, uh, but you're highly suspect that somebody stole it.
1: I mean, after all, that's like the it, same it with these. Was- Broken, it's not like they would have tossed it in the rubbish bin. It mm-hmm. would have still been, and then it would have been cataloged as being broken, received as broken. Quite. Right. Well, I'd very much like to see the sarcophagus
3: that, that is mentioned. Well, and see what, what it has to say.
0: You were aware of accidents that happened during the excavation. Um, that there were a lot of superstitions, that people were afraid of things, that there was at least one person killed, crushed by rock, falling rocks. Um, all of that's part of the record that you know. So, let's get broken. Maybe. Um, in any case... Uh, If you assume that Delgado has it, then you're not going to do anything. Um, if if you don't know that he has it, then you don't know that he has it. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you're going to look for it, look for it.
1: I wouldn't know where to begin looking for it. That's the problem.
0: Well, um, I thought you were on the right track a few moments ago when you were talking about uh, um, Swine Sucker. Um, uh, That if it was in anybody's, if it was out there at all in the black market or the the regular market, uh, antique dealers might have a clue.
4: Uh, Do I have a clue?
0: I don't know. That sounds right in league with everything else that's happened so far.
4: Well, we can go check out Swan Saga.
0: Swan Saga, yeah.
4: Yes, quite. Maybe that is a, something we could
3: look into. You fancy trying to do another break in?
2: I'm not sure that I'm ready for two in one day.
3: Well, not in one day, but you know, V is not there.
2: Um, I also wonder, um... I'm sorry, Tom, remind me, why did I have a a uh, uh, invitation to the auction at Sotheby's? Um, I
0: thought that Reginald took you.
2: No, Audrey took Reginald. That was the funny thing. She had a mysterious patron of Sotheby's. Oh,
0: kind. I think that uh, that somehow along the way you'd found out that there was going to be an auction that might have artifacts from the museum. And so you wanted to go. Maybe maybe Thompson. Um, and maybe um Theodore Rayburn Price got you uh, an in Yeah. Because
2: uh, he couldn't but, go. But I don't have any contact at Sotheby's is the point. No. Because that's the that was where I thought like maybe if they ha you know, if every six weeks they have this the secret artifact auctions, I could call my friend there. But if that's not in the offering, it's not fair enough.
0: Hmm. I think that given the right, well, you do have, so you don't have, other people had connections, but those connections, they don't come out around anymore. Um, Fuller might, uh, through Felix's connections, might have. You've investigated okay. You've investigated people who have illegal collections from mm-hmm. the beginning. And any one of them might be on the the
2: list for the mailing list, right? Yeah, for upcoming.
4: <laughs> well, I technically should be on the list myself. I'm an antiquarian. And I've been known to dabble in illegal items, so.
0: Well, and you did purchase one, so. Yeah, you probably are on the list, but you haven't received any kind of invitation to any
2: underground auction recently. Uh, Is there a way, uh, Mr. Albright, that you, um, those of you... Forgive me, who uh, n- uh do some traffic in artifacts unofficially is there some way that you contact each other is there a is there a, a, you know a, some kind of coded advertisement that you engage in or
4: we just get a mailing list mm. A letter comes in Says auction at such and such a time, such and such place.
2: And if one were seeking a particular object, if say I wanted an Etruscan vase, would I just, how would I express that to the universe? If we well, wanted a blue seal from a.
4: I mean, you basically start asking around at. Uh, Buyers and suppliers, and see who's got what.
2: Who Antique can get shops. What.
0: People who and, deal in antiquities.
2: With and how, it's been some time since you visited this uh, Schweinzeiger's shop, right? Yeah. Well, let's go see if it's open. We could leave a note. Yes. Quite. Seeking ancient. Hmm. Sumerian seal uh, protection from violent lion gods in return
3: Well, just that we're looking for Sumerian artifacts we could start there
2: Indeed, simple is, is good. Yes, Sumerian Assyrian.
3: It's what I would do Yes
2: Alright
0: so you guys get in your uh, vehicle, and uh, you drive downtown to uh, forget the name of the place. Um, you arrive and what the hell is in that place? I, I don't want to look it up. Um, and you can see that the place is open.
4: Well, I guess it's time to go in and make a reacquaintance with good old Carl.
0: All right. Um, uh, you step through the door, the little bell dingling rings, and uh, for a few minutes there's no response. And after a few moments, well, you guys are looking around, and he does have things. Um, some of them do look like artifacts, older things. Um, a lot of it's generic. Um but uh uh Carl Schweinzauger comes from the back room and he steps up and he says, ah, oh, yes, uh, can I help can I help you? You look familiar.
4: Hello, Carl, remember me?
0: Uh vaguely, yes.
4: Looking for some a uh, Syrian
0: ah yes yes you were here with the others uh, looking for you were involved with that uh that seltzerbuck woman still have the scars i'm yeah. sorry uh, are you here looking for something
2: uh, yeah my good man um i'm sorry just to, to hear that you have, have suffered uh, injuries uh, w- uh, we are. Uh, I am. Pardon me. Uh, uh, my name is Audrey Leicaster. Uh, this is my um, fellow curator, Patrick Longton.
0: Are oh, you are from the museum? From I the don't. Museum. I don't have anything from the museum. Don't. Uh...
2: Oh, I'm not as certain as you do. Of any by any means, of course. Um, we were looking, however, to complete uh, an exhibit with a parallel work or a replica or something um, and we understand that you do have uh, unusually authentic pieces available. Uh, we're looking for a funerary uh, seal or cartouche, something in a blue glaze. Have you seen anything of the like?
0: Some sort of uh, Egyptian artifact. Um. We have a number of cartouches. Uh, you said blue. That's unusual. Um, uh, I don't usually have too much Egyptian stuff.
2: Uh, Anything Near East will do. Well, I mean, might do. You know,
0: I was in Hampstead a few days ago. Uh, I think that I saw a Babylonian seal in, uh, in the shop window. In
2: Hampstead. That's quite in
0: interesting. Hampstead. Yes. Uh, I believe that's uh, Godfrey Bastow's place.
2: Godfrey what? I'm sorry?
0: Godfrey Bastow. Uh-huh. B-A-R-S-T-O-W, I think. Mm um I, I i think the name of the shop is a uh, Hodges and Boston um it sounds like uh but uh you want Egyptian
2: um well again not necessarily
0: what you say the part of a, a um a, a, a collection? uh
2: collection uh, yeah well uh, uh Mr. Longton and I are working on the um Restoration of uh, the temple of Nabu at the at the, at the museum, um, and that has led us to uh, some surprising, curious artifacts. Not all of which are Assyrian or Babylonian.
0: Yeah, it seems a statue. I didn't like what I saw.
2: I understand that that statue. Um, people found quite disturbing, yes.
0: I'm I'm sure you're being an an archaeologist. You don't believe in these sort of things, but uh, I've seen some very strange things in my life, and I'd rather not have stuff like that in my shop. Mm. Mm. I offered at the time Yes, sir.
3: Yes, uh, I am. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Islewood, London. I'm uh, I'm an antiquarian who's 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 a uh, consultant for for uh, Miss and Mister Longton here. Um, you 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 mentioned that you 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 have an eye for things that are not in the right. Um, it, can can you explain further? It I it piques my interest, and in, in, just in case if we happen to come across anything that may not be. Uh, shall we say, very savory, Um, you know,
0: what what should we be looking for? Look, I I, I'd to not talk about that in the the public here. Um,
3: Is there some way we could talk in in private about
0: it? You know, uh, I I do not know you. Um, uh, You haven't even bought anything from me. well, I, I haven't I, had
3: a chance to make a purchase yet. I, we
0: don't. We don't do anything illegal here. We don't. We don't deal no, with no, any no, kind no. of illegal even or stolen even, objects. No, we don't do anything like no, that. No, no.
3: I wouldn't even even dare ask. It's just. It's just this whole thing about uh, you know being able to pick out things that may be, you know unsavoury. If there's you know,
0: if there's yeah. something that you would like, look.
3: Yes. Uh, yes. You're probably artist. you're
0: probably already aware that. Um, uh, a woman brought an object to me yes. that I refused to uh, sell for her and she attacked me physically uh, oh. and she left. Uh, it was a small golden statue um, with oh, wow. a very um, disturbing uh, uh, facade to it and uh, huh. uh, I do not deal in things such as that. Uh, it gave me civillies.
1: Oh, well, we, we There was absolutely no allegations of any stolen merchandise coming through your store whatsoever. No, 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 no. If there's there there. something you're
0: looking for, I can try to find it for you. That's oh, all I can
1: do. more than willing to, as Audrey did mention, purchase objects and put them back in a proper environment. That's all I'm suggesting. It's. A quid That's pro quo. I would ob- obviously pay for top dollar for for the. For, you understand where I'm getting at, I believe. And I I sure. think I
0: understand and, what and, you're and,
3: saying. And, I, and I'm per- personally looking for some 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 great uh, Celtic artifacts myself. If you could make an arrangement, yes. You said you you, you wish. I would wish to purchase something along those lines.
0: <laughs> Try to understand. I of course don't have everything here in the shop. Yes. Um, if there's something in particular you're looking for, I can uh, make a few contacts and see what I could find. I
3: know what you could find for me, sir. If you could, if you could p- perhaps uh, arrange for it, um, just for me personally. That is, um, how about a Viking Ulfberht sword? Could you, could you perhaps an, an original? Could you perhaps? Uh, yeah, I right think I could.
0: I think I could find something like that. Sure. All
3: right, so there we go. And and if everything works out, then, you know, and we we could purchase, and yeah, you know, we could perhaps you know come up with a a working relationship here on this, you know.
0: Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, give you this slip. You'll put on your contact information, Absolutely. and I will here. see what I can find.
3: There you go, my good man.
0: Wolford sword. Yes,
1: sword. Yes. And a blue clay disc from the Assyrian region.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. As I say, I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen something in Hampton. Uh, I could contact Mr. Um, I could contact Mr. Bostel and uh, and uh, see what his asking price is. But uh, uh, you might just go and yourself. Capital, capital. Uh, perhaps we shall do both. Well, yes.
2: Uh, do not, you have I, any interesting pieces uh, re- featuring cats? Oh yeah, lots of cat stuff. By, said, the Egyptian, there's cats.
0: We have statues. Mm. We have. This is a Bastet. This is Bastet. This is Bastet. This is Bastet. Oh. That's a He's not a. He's not a
2: cat. He's a. Oh, on the contrary, he's, he's a dog. canine. He's a a, a jackal. Um i I'd, I'd like to uh, if i can afford a small bastard.
0: uh you're a very lovely woman uh, i give you this at a good price um
2: nothing um, magnificent uh, it's
0: made really out do- of, i believe it's made out of ebony so it's black this a gold Highlights.
3: i am interested in this figure here yeah. it's uh it's not a cat but it's not a jackal either. It's, is that a wolf? A wolf said. Oh, that's rather unique.
0: Yeah, you
3: know, I, I'm sorry,
0: I'm, yes. I'm not sure it's a wolf or a boar.
3: Oh, I, I can't tell. But I do yeah. like it. Yeah. I tell you what, I do my good man, how much for this one?
0: Uh, it's a good price. Yeah, I write it down for you.
3: Oh, that's, 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 that's just fine, sir. I'll, I'll, I'll purchase it right now.
0: Okay, you have a uh, a uh, truck to take it away. Base seven hundred and ninety three penultimate. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Truck small. I I wrap it up for you. It's
3: very good. And uh, he calls for his assistant to
2: come out. And, all right. I pay
3: him. Now it's
2: it must be evening at this point. So and and if I ask Mister uh whether the place in Hampstead will still be open, I'm sure it's not.
0: Well, oh, probably not. No, you will have to go to the in the morning.
2: Yeah. So, um, having you know, received our wrapped-up tchotchkes, uh, gentlemen, I think it's been an exceptional day. I feel uh, more hopeful than I have since this whole ordeal began. Um but at least we know of two things in r- relatively safe keeping. Uh and I should like to very much to go to Hempstead tomorrow and see if, if that uh if the dealer Mr. Schweinsager pointed us to has the seal. Is there any other business we have?
1: I don't think so. I think that would be great
3: up to meet up the next day here and uh, head on over there
0: all right so um assuming that you're going to finish up for the day where does each of you go fuller
4: um i'm gonna go back to the club okay i'm going back to the club
3: i'm sorry
0: Okay. Yeah, Patrick? Back to the
3: club for a bit and then going
1: home, if nothing else uh, happens. Just back to my house.
0: Okay. And uh Fuller, you said you're going to go to the club, or you're then going to go home for the evening? No, I'm going to stay at the club. Okay, you're going to stay at the club. Audrey, you're going to go home? All right. So... I would like uh, Patrick Isselwind and Fuller to take their heads off, headphones off. Take your heads off, and <laughs> and I'll I'll give you a thumbs up when you come back, Fred. I mean, uh, Ford. <laughs> All right, Audrey. Um here we go it takes it takes me no no time at all to retrieve the artifact and uh are you taking it home with you
2: yeah okay um what do you do when you get home um Now, I'm a little confused about this, and I, I've mentioned already, like, cat culture in the 20s is something I'm not entirely sure about, because, again, all cats went out at night, mm-hmm. um, but I assume that they expect to get home to feed them before they go out, so I'm going to just present them the opal when I get home, okay. and say, hey, guys, you know.
0: Um. You are surprised and not so surprised that they immediately can talk to you, and they're like, "Oh, that's the eye of Lamatsu. Where did you get that?"
2: Right. So we have a chat. I'm gonna, you know, I want to know their true names. Uh,
0: um, they are exactly what you named them.
2: That's which that makes me feel really gratified. Um, I don't. There's no like weird juice of power though. I don't feel like insane, you know.
0: No, uh, but you do feel comfortable. Mm. Like comfortable.
2: Mm. uncomfortable. Should we do sand loss?
0: I don't know. Uh, the He's already pretty that,
2: nuts, too. the
0: The sand loss that you would take would be countered by the sand loss that you might gain. Um, the cats that evening have a conversation with you, they begin to tell you about things that you had never considered before, that uh, cats are more intelligent than you imagined, uh, and that uh, most of the cats that live on Earth are, are very domestic, but there are cats that live on the moon and that there are cats, that, you know, hordes of cats that live in the dreamlands and that they would be quite happy to take you to the dream. You just have to go to sleep.
2: Well, I go to sleep every night. Is it a special kind of sleep? Do I wake up?
0: You'll wake up. You might have adventures in the dreamlands. Now, in addition to that, you find yourself um, the little statue that you bought. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like it; it's a nice little statue. And uh, you wonder what the ancient Egyptians did in their worship of Bast. You're you're more in the uh, Babylonian sort of stuff, but there should be lots of uh, you know records, prayers to Bast, things like that that you would have access to with the museum. You don't have immediate access to them right now, but... Um, mm-hmm. And the cats
2: obviously believe in Bast. It's mm-hmm. their deity. Is there any conflict between the Egyptian Bast and the Assyrian corollary? They're Is kind it? of the
0: same thing. That... uh It's all transcendent. Lamatsu is really the (laughs) anger aspect of Bast. Um, But they also warn you. There are cats that are watching that have probably been influenced by either Mrs. Lewis or uh, Church, Philip Church, and that they can still present a danger because they've touched the stone; they have its protection, even if they don't have
2: Basque's favor. And is the stone a present danger to me, or or a, or is it a no. source of security?
0: As far as as far as they're concerned, you 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 like cats, so you're fine. I can't. Um, although now that you know these things you might need
2: to rethink your devotion um, to other deities
0: mm.
2: and also when I can see it, it can see me yeah uh,
0: that night when you sleep you have really
2: interesting dreams
0: you're pretty sure you're in a little medieval town somewhere um oddly enough, there's a skeleton on the edge of the town that you don't know what that's all about, but the town itself is rather nice, there's lots and lots and lots of cats, and they like mm-hmm. you, and I think that that will will end your experience there but we'll 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 I'll keep doing we'll other be things revisiting. We go along. yeah, all right okay, good. All right, so the next morning comes, uh, and I assume you all get together back at the Wentworth Club uh, to head out to Hampstead. All right, Um, Audrey seems very um, pleasant this morning. Almost, well, everybody do a spot hidden except for Audrey.
4: Uh, I made it. I felt.
3: I made it. Standard success.
0: Okay. Uh, Munden and Albright, you find that there is something almost more feminine about this Lycaster. She's normally very, very business oriented and very serious, but there's something almost sensual about her at this point in time. Uh, it's not obvious. It's just the way she moves. You never quite noticed that she wiggled her hips that way before. She's quite attractive. Patrick, you don't seem to notice because you worked with her. <laughs> You're very professional. You don't think things like that. All right. Um, so, you drive out to Hampstead, and you find uh, a shop that bears the name Hodges and Barstow. Uh, it's, uh, it's obviously, it's got uh, furniture out in the front. Uh, they're just opening up. Uh, you see a man out in the front. He looks uh, rather plump. Any um,
4: cats around?
0: Uh, no, none and uh, he's putting things out. He's setting up a sign. Uh, It's like an antique shop. Uh, But from where you are, you really can't see the front window. It's not like on the street. It's, it's a nice rural, a little bit more rural area. What do you do?
3: Make my way up at a, at a brisk pace, but not too fast.
0: Um, uh, he sees you coming, and he's like, "Oh, welcome, welcome, please." Hello, well, uh, feel free to look well, around. Thanks.
3: Yes, quite. Um,
0: start,
3: start looking around, kind
0: of. Uh, where'd you folks coming from?
3: Oh, just uh, just out for a bit today. Here, we're we're locals up nope, to London. Oh. Uh, yes.
0: He says, "So oh, well, you know, feel free to look around. We got stuff around that side and up there." Right. Stuff yes. inside mm-hmm. the shop. Um, everybody, do a spot hidden. Made it. Tail.
3: Hard. Fourteen.
0: Um, all right, Munden. As you're yes. walking, you, you guys are all kind of clustered together as you're walking. But uh, um, uh, Esauin suddenly uh, sort of stops in his tracks and stops you all points to the window, and you can see in the corner of the window, there is a circle of clay with, with blue glaze on it, and it seems to have uh, a sort of a rudimentary pictogram uh, into the into the surface of it.
3: Any uh, cuneiform noticeably
0: on it? Uh, it doesn't look like cuneiform, but it does look like the kind of pictograms that they would do, the, uh, like a drawing of mm. uh, what actually looks like... Well, do your uh, archaeology oh, do. Those of you who have it, you can do it.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, hard success, 14. Standard
1: pass. All
0: right. Uh, it is on one side, uh, and I mean, like on the left side of the desk, uh, it is a rudimentary figure that could easily be Nabu, And in front of it is a priest. Uh, on his knees with his hands raised like this, uh, bowing uh, to Naboo. Uh, It does definitely look like a seal associated with Naboo.
3: I kind of turn to our curator friends and say, well, if this isn't our seal, at least you've got a good proxy that you could use.
1: Absolutely. Why don't we let the lady do the dealing? She might yeah. get a better price than us.
2: Although you must recall that I am much more powerful at intimidate than I am at charm. As it happens. <laughs> um, um, But yeah, he, point, go ahead having the object put it out to me, I think we, we have to take action.
0: Um, so as you are looking, um, uh, Mr. Barstow comes up sort of behind you with a smile. He's like, ah, I see something you find interesting. Oh, that's a lovely piece. That uh, just came to us the other day. Um, uh, we're not sure exactly where it came from, or its provenance. Uh, uh, Margot thinks that it's uh, Babylonian, maybe. Um, some sort of a funerary seal.
2: It does look a bit ancient, um, but it's probably a facsimile, wouldn't you think? Well,
0: it's, it's certainly possible. Um, not really sure. It's a very good piece if, if, if it's a, a fake. and um, hey, let's take a look at it. We'll have to go inside the shop, though. Um, Of course.
2: What what scale are we looking at in the shop in general? Is is he dealing in very high-end goods, or is this a fluke? No, he's got... I mean, he
0: does have some high-end stuff and some antiquities, but he's also got furniture and things like that, uh, hummels.
4: Let me guess, he's got a shitload of screen doors.
0: Maybe. Um... So he takes you inside and he he reaches in and pulls it out uh he said it's uh it's quite beautiful blue glazed uh pottery uh he flips it over and there is some uh writing on the back in cuneiform He says yes I think this is a Babylonian um, uh Babylonian in
3: origin without talking i want i want to read it and see what it says
2: oh uh, May I hold it? And I'll show it over my shoulder toward Mr. Munden. Um, hmm. It's very light. It's an interesting texture. Uh, did you uh, get it in an estate, or?
0: Oh well, no. I have a, a guy. Uh, um, he passed it on. I passed it off to me the other day um uh why um uh not sure i'm not sure if it's uh as i said i don't really know where it it came from it's not you no know, um why uh, d- does it seem familiar to you have you seen it before
2: I, I'm not sure that I've seen it before at all. It just, uh, it seems like a very curious object to wash up in these parts. It mm. seems, I don't know, Near Eastern or...
0: It is what I, uh, I deal in. is a strange object to art.
2: Um,
0: Audrey, do a, do a knowledge roll. Or, or you can do an archaeology roll, one or the other.
2: I, I mean, my knowledge is so vast. It's the opposite of my power, after all. So a, a 68 is a success.
0: Okay. Um, or from a
2: the,
0: uh, you have handled so many old artifacts. There's definitely something wrong here. Um, the texture of the clay, uh, it feels more modern. Um, you look at the the edging. There's no oxidation. Um, this could have been fired a week ago.
2: Um, glaze color probably is also a, a tip. Um.
0: Right. Yeah. It looks like a modern. Oh, but it's it's pretty close to what you would expect from a uh, cobalt uh, blue uh the text reads something uh to the effect of you know the uh um, the seal uh i don't have any clue if There's no
2: writing on it in the book uh um. so mr munden this uh, cuneiform can right. does that look like uh a proper ancient text to you
3: oh it does it does indeed it's a uh... It's a warding seal, um, which you would expect on this. Uh, 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 good fortune and protection from, uh, from all harm. Uh, it's, 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 it's what you would expect on an artifact of this
1: to, to uh, be embossed with. Hmm. But it isn't old. I mean, you could pick it up for a good price, but it's not an ancient item. I'm rather curious
3: with it. I'd I'd personally pick it up oh, myself. Or, we
1: can definitely take it yes. as a study piece, but
3: not Absolutely. a top dollar. I'd be curious to know who uh, who you you the basis for this here. It is it is very accurate in many respects, and it, it must have had a uh, a uh, origin piece that that the artist used for a, uh,
0: for. That's,
2: that's rather what's intriguing to me. Uh, uh, Mr. Barstow, do you recall uh, who sold this item to you? Well,
0: um,
2: a fellow uh,
0: by the name of Glover, I uh, believe. Yes, Glover. Um, at least that's the name that he used. You seem to be concerned as the piece uh, matches something that you've been looking for. Um, That's disturbing. Uh, if, if it, it shouldn't be a fake. Uh, however, if it's a fake, uh, I have some words to speak with, uh, Mr. Glover, if I meet him again. Uh. how do you purchase
2: things from Mr. Glover in the past?
0: Uh, a number of things, yes. Uh, I've, I've long suspected though that he might have connections with, uh, uh a forgery, uh, I I apologize. Uh, the piece is probably not legitimate.
3: Oh, but I I'd still would like to purchase it, if I may. Uh, be legitimate or not, it's still a very beautiful piece.
0: Well, um, let's let's give you this price for it because it's for oh, uh,
3: well, that is quite reasonable. Yes.
0: Um, I would. Uh, I I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll see what I can find out, and uh, I will contact you. Um, If you want to find out there there should have been an original
2: piece. Perhaps this is a a copy Um, Well, that's the thing my good man, Uh, it clearly It's it's not a forgery from scratch It's a forgery based on something and it's the thing itself that we're interested in. I see Uh, this is mr. Patrick Longton um, Who is a curator at the British Museum.
0: Oh, oh my you would know then wouldn't you
2: Is this piece stolen? It may have been mislaid. Uh, We are certainly not making accusations.
1: This piece isn't stolen. The other item is actually, it falls into a gray area. Oh, that's... It's no harm or foul on your part. We're not looking to point fingers at you at all. We would like to get the original piece back. This duplicate can help us on there and anything you would be willing to help us with would be much appreciative and I give them my card also and I tell them the museum always has an overstock of items and we do liquidate stuff from time to time and I'd be more than willing to give you a call for original items from the museum we just simply have x amount of space and from time to time, we sell them in lots, so we could more than willing to work out a deal where you know the source of your your items.
0: Well, I I definitely want to be above the law. I will definitely contact you. Uh, if you give me every, your card,
1: yeah. Every single dealer comes across an item here and there. Uh, it's it's the nature of the business, and we don't point fingers directly on little minor inconveniences but some items are blatantly stolen and that's just the nature of, of archaeology I mean think about it everything that winds up in a museum comes from someplace else so hmm.
0: well certainly I will absolutely contact you
1: and by no means are we laying any blame on
2: you
0: well I'm not to blame. I can't
1: no,
2: but just
0: research uh, every single thing that comes my way. But uh, yes, of course. If and I this Mr. Out.
2: Glover is, is he a local fellow, do you know? uh,
0: I'm not exactly sure where he lives, but uh, I will find out for you
2: most definitely. Uh, we appreciate it a great deal. Thank you. Well,
3: you're gonna go ahead and pay for my piece there.
0: Yep, it takes your money. Wrap it up. And. Do you do anything else?
1: Probably um, politely look around your shop. That's right. what I was gonna say. Just take a look to see if anything else catches our eye.
2: Nothing does. Any any cat related pieces? Of um, course there are.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there are. Not so uh not so uh, Egyptian as uh no, maybe.
2: Yeah. All right. I already got my best at. It.
0: All right. So we will say that you drive back to London, uh, bearing in your hands, what you believe to be a copy of the seal of Naboo.
4: Might I make a point? Well, means I, I do not think that this is wise for you to be mentioning your jobs in the museum. Because we are definitely dealing with the underground and any hint that you are looking for stolen items when you're working at the museum, it's not going to turn out well. Either they're not going to want to talk to us, period, or you're going to have your professional name and career tied to the underground it it's not going to be good either way
1: well the first part of it is about the concern the second part the museum tasked us to retrieve these items so but i do agree there will be people that would be absolutely unwilling to work with us if they found that out so we could pick and choose
2: Yes, I rather thought that this fellow out in Hampstead would be impressed um, and perhaps intimidated, but it's a fair point. It's done now though. Um, And if uh, Mr. Barstow can lead us to Mr. Glover and Mr. Glover has original, then I think we can call our efforts uh, all to the positive.
1: I think we should take rubbings of this and photographs, just in case it does get damaged or destroyed, we can still have a copy.
2: Right, and is there, does further examination show us that it is, in fact, an obvious replica, or is it a well-preserved? No, it's an obvious replica.
4: Yeah, You obvious didn't replica. really think you were going to just walk into an antique store and it be on the front display, did you?
1: No, Not, but...
0: What? NABU ex Nakina.
2: <laughs> a gal can dream.
1: We do know what it looks like now. And we are able to translate the cuneiform and pictograms on it. So we now know when we do come across the original, what we're looking for. So that And that means somebody has it. And then somebody's willing to make copies and try and turn a profit off of it which means he's sloppy, because if he knew what he really had, he would never put another copy on the street.
3: I have a, 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 just have an idea. Um, now, I don't know too many people in the autistic community, and perhaps, uh, uh, Mr. Lungan, Miss Lycaster, you would, you would have better connections than I, but there's a specific uh, glaze on this uh, object here. Uh, perhaps if we could find a source for that glaze uh, in London or the surrounding area, we, it might lead us to uh, the person who uh, created this facsimile.
1: That's uh, one course of action. If this gentleman doesn't get back to us about Glover, that could be the fallback plan. That could yes. actually work really well, actually.
0: Well, Munden, um, do a, an idea roll.
3: um standard success made it
0: you have it in your hand how many potters are there in in london even if there's a hundred of them you can go one-to-one and just go did you make this did you make this did you make this did you make this
3: but the glaze the glaze can only come from a that could take
0: you longer yeah but they might might sell it to all hundred of the potters
3: possibly but it's a specific cobalt blue glaze
0: cobalt blue glaze is really common
3: Some cobalt glazes are not.
0: Well, you don't have any means to i to analyze it. I mean, you're you could go door to door faster than you could. Mm. You could get lucky.
3: That's at least a try. It's a try. Maybe.
0: But you are you're on the right. You're on a good track. I mean, that's that's one way to find where this came Mm -hmm. from. Somebody made it.
2: Yes. Right. And the point is that since uh, there are only so few cuneiform scholars, and this is actually not just gibberish, but cuneiform writing, we know that it's made by somebody who has direct contact with the original object.
4: Why do you think that?
2: Well, if it's well, legible language,
4: well, they but my point is, is they made a copy of it. Wouldn't they have just copied down what the writing was without necessarily knowing
1: it?
2: Oh, well, they—they they they did. Right, yeah, precisely. But they have the object. Mm-hmm. Somebody has an object that they copied it from. Right. And it's probably only one step away. Yes. Somebody, you know, it's not as though it's such a popular art form that people did six generations the cuneiform representation. So they made a mold and then they filled it. So it's close by. Presumably.
0: Right. All right, folks. I think that's a good spot to end it for tonight. Uh, we will pick this up next week. Our players included David Gasway, Ford Fitch, Jason mellon Chalkman and Jerry Bryant, with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets, we're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a ritual listening experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming.